Citizen. It is a city for you podcast. Welcome to the new episode. I am happy to share another urban story with you. Listen in and feel free to get back to me through Instagram, Facebook, Patreon, whatever you want with your comments and to share this episode with someone who you think might be inspired by it. All the necessary links and a short teaser are in the description of this episode. The rest you will hear right now. Enjoy! And remember to notice how a city for you will change after you've listened to this story of a city in a day and night modes. so much for coming here and trusting me with this being part in this project. Thank you. <laughs> we discussed this, I feel like it was end of September. No? Uh, yeah, some <laughs> days between September and October, actually. Yeah, a while uh, ago. Yeah. And now finally we are recording. Yeah, finally. I'm super excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know nothing about you, so it's good if you tell me a little bit about yourself and then mm-hmm. I'll start. Yes, uh, so my name is Osman. Uh, interestingly enough, I have both last name and first name the same. I it's have, real. I thought it's uh, like a nickname. Okay, no, cool. it is Osman Osman. Uh, wow. So, uh, yes, I uh, I am 24 years old. I come from Syria. Uh, I moved to Sweden in 2015. Uh, during my life, I've been living in different cities. Mm. Uh so I lived up to like five cities. Which ones? Like uh, yeah, I lived in Aleppo, in uh, Mecca, Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. in Alexandria, Egypt, in Istanbul, Turkey, and now in Stockholm. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to count the first city I lived in Sweden, so that's like six. Mm-hmm. I lived in Söderham the first two years I came to Sweden. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it sounds like Sweden is very different from the world you've been living in before. Yeah, exactly. I was born in Syria in a small town near Aleppo city mm-hmm. and uh, then after a couple of years I moved to Mecca uh, my father we used to work there mm-hmm. uh, and uh, my early childhood was there kind of mm-hmm. uh, yeah uh, we spent uh, also a couple of years uh, until the age of uh, 11 I think or 12 mm-hmm. uh, we came back to Syria uh, but now I came back not to my small town I came back to Aleppo city itself mm-hmm. uh, yeah after Aleppo city I lived there for four years and uh, in the age of 15 I moved to Alexandria mm-hmm. uh, that was because uh, of the Syrian war or the Syrian revolution as you can say mm-hmm. uh, and then on Alexandria, I studied uh, high school. And uh, after high school, I uh, went to Istanbul. Uh, I was thinking of uh, studying college there, mm-hmm. but uh, things didn't go well, and I had to choose another path. So Sweden was an option for me that way. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, feel like you will stay here for a couple of years at least? Uh, yes, uh, at least for the for the couple of years that are mm-hmm. in the near future. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yes, uh, right now in Stockholm I am uh, studying in KTH, uh, Information Technology. 
So after that, I feel like I need to work a bit here in Sweden before I mm. move to another city, probably. So yeah, it makes sense. It feels the same to me. Yeah. I study here. I should probably work a work bit. a bit here, and yes, Decide. exactly. We can come to the first question. I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is a city for you? Uh, a city can be portrayed as a family. Uh, I mean, uh, just imagining that uh, when you are living in a city, interacting with its people, uh, walking its streets, uh, uh, yeah, it can be seen as a family. Uh, a family, you mean a city itself? Yeah, exactly. The city itself. Mm. Uh, the city itself can be portrayed as the mother. It's citizens can be portrayed as uh, siblings and uh, yeah the different activities you do like uh, you choose to study in a city you choose to work you choose to uh, do something that uh, interests you and that's reflect back to what the city is for you mm-hmm. uh, but then you can also choose a city choose ex- a family. exactly yeah uh-huh. uh, a big decision then uh, exactly, <laughs> it is a big decision when you when you cho- when you try to choose a city, uh, you yeah you consider many options and at the same times you have so many parameters to take into account, uh, like whether this city is good for me, whether I'm gonna be happy or there, mm. uh, whether it's gonna be good for my future or not. Mm. Uh, that yeah that all all these. Calculations come into mind, and then like uh, you end up with a, a good decision, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> what made you choose Stockholm? Uh, Stockholm. If you uh, think about again, what is the city for you? Yeah. Uh, so uh, for me, uh, I was about to uh, to choose a college first. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I I had interest in information technology. And uh, for Sweden, the the biggest two universities that can that have information technology are Chalmers in Uteborg mm-hmm. and KTH here mm-hmm. in Stockholm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stockholm is the is the capital. Uh, Stockholm is the more crowded. Stockholm is the bigger, mm-hmm. the biggest. And uh, so it sounds like you chose the activity first. Exactly. And then uh, exactly mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it was actually interesting to uh, to explore Stockholm to mm-hmm. live in Stockholm yeah. uh, you're still yeah I'm, it yeah I'm still exploring Perhaps. it actually it's uh, it's a very beautiful city mm-hmm. yeah we, we can move on then the second question is what are you for the city yes uh, what I am for a city uh, so reflecting back to the first question, yeah. I am a family member. Okay. Uh, yeah. A family member who holds his uh, responsibilities towards the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the city, I am a contributor. Uh, I am. I am a small part of the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a small part of the presence. I think you can maybe talk about the research that you do, linked to the ring that you have on Living Lab, and then. Because this is also shaping the future. yeah. Right now, I'm uh, I'm doing my uh, thesis, mm-hmm. and uh, that uh, that is going to be about uh, a ring uh, that we collect 
data from this ring and uh, we use this data to model the thermal comfort for human well-being. And uh, Stockholm seems to be uh, very related to to this research. I mean, uh, that's how I see it. I uh, mm. because uh, Stockholm is a city of uh, cold weather. Yeah. And uh, and of contrasting weather. Yeah. Also. Yes. Now it's hard sometimes, to tell. <laughs> yeah. Now it's hard to tell. Uh, so you kind of uh, need this thermal comfort in mm. Stockholm. Because for me, I know about it also from Elena, who I did podcast with, but in Russian. But people who don't speak Russian, they have no idea what is a living lab and where it is and what is this ring you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this thesis in uh, living lab, KTH. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's uh, a place that is dedicated for researchers. Uh, and it's better suited how they can... Uh, leave and research in the same place. Mm -hmm. Uh, They use many smart sensors there and uh, those sensors control the the atmosphere inside the working area, the atmosphere inside the sleeping area. Mm. Using this data from the ring and uh, the model we are going to build, uh, we will try to to find the optimal, the the equilibrium point where uh, the the temperature the the air quality the mm. oxygen level is suited for everyone that is in the common area in the living lab kitchen. Is it linked in any way to VR or no? Because this is a context uh, where yes, exactly. Uh, no, actually, it's not. Mm. Yeah, I'm thinking of if this can be uh, VR is more about visual. Yeah, and uh, this is more about. Uh, other feelings mm-hmm. like. which could be a point where it could be developed like why VR is just about visual yes exactly it can be uh, about the thermal uh, yes yeah, so if you want to have like a more interactive VR experience uh, connecting that with the, the temperature around you like mm-hmm. uh, if you're imagining your or like if you are seeing a VR video about like a volcano and then like you feel like mm. the environment around you gets like a little hot so that's uh, yeah that's going to give you more uh, more real feeling mm-hmm. of what you are seeing so yeah this can be a thing mm. but it's not exactly what you're researching yeah so, no I it's see. Uh, yeah we can come to the next question mm-hmm. and that's linked to artificial lighting how does artificial lighting of a night city affect you uh, it it is different from from city to city. Most of the cases I like it. Like uh, one of the one of the very common things that I do to relax is to walk during the night, mm-hmm. and I have done that in all these cities. So uh, uh, when I when I when I go back to uh, Istanbul, for example, uh, the streets there is are more. Uh, lightened that that's kind of give you a feeling of uh, comfort uh, mm-hmm. i mean i li- i like i like the light uh, so that gives me a feeling of comfort and uh, i feel safety mm-hmm. i feel that uh, everything is clear for me in the in the area where i'm walking or uh, it's i was in istanbul with my friend and she's from there and she was saying 
at some moments where oh this is not very safe here so I uh, yeah oh. i mean uh, it depends since istanbul is a very crowded city mm. and uh, they have narrower districts there they have uh, uh, some inhabited areas that can be not lighted at all yeah. uh, so you are just using the light of the moon and stars to yeah. find your path yeah. uh, and that those places can be very scary mm-hmm. because uh, uh, yes you are working in a narrow street that is uh, you don't know what's there behind yeah, the corner yeah exactly uh, that yeah this you don't find here in stockholm uh, here in stockholm it's uh, quite the opposite uh, streets are very wide uh, districts are very broad and, uh, yeah. and in comparison uh, it's spread in comparison to Istanbul yeah, yeah exactly because when i compare it to moscow it's also small oh it is also I, small yeah. okay <laughs> and then if we track back to alexandria if you if we, if you track back to alexandria that's uh, the situation is kind of uh, it's similar to istanbul mm-hmm. but uh, you don't have this safety feeling there you don't mm-hmm. have uh, that much artificial lighting uh, uh, buildings are much higher uh, that's mm-hmm. yeah they kind of block also the light of the moon and star mm-hmm. uh, so in alexandria it's very typical to like uh, to walk on a street while all buildings are uh, 15 or 16 floors high mm-hmm. uh, and they don't have lights exactly uh, they don't care about uh, lighting the buildings themselves they don't uh, uh, yeah it's it's very bad lighting there mm-hmm. and uh, this is so scary to walk there okay uh, yeah. and yeah. then also i think it's important to consider that you were younger and maybe living yeah in exactly so uh, yeah that that will also matter mm. uh, and then if you go even further to Apollo, how yes uh, yeah in Aleppo it's uh, i can i can say that or maybe because also i lived there quite young mm. and uh, with my family so uh, Uh, Aleppo was uh, a city that I enjoyed living in actually. Mm. Uh, so it's kind of a mix between Stockholm and Istanbul. Mm. Uh, you find the wide streets, you, the light and wide streets. Uh, it's it's almost c- c- crowded with people mm-hmm. most of the time. Mm. Uh, even during at night you would see like uh, 12 a.m., 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. and like uh, that that late you you can see people walking uh, shops are open uh, mm-hmm. lights are on yeah. uh, and <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. uh, i like that atmosphere actually mm-hmm. uh, if you if your family could choose and not move out of there would they stay yeah okay. uh, yeah we would have stayed in alipo mm-hmm. And now can you come back there? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, right now I there's no back point for me. Uh, I mean my family they probably can, but uh, I am uh, so I I cannot go there because uh, I am in the age of army when I left Syria. Uh, so right now I'm considered as a traitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah. yeah. So if you go, you will. If I go back, I will be present, punished, uh, probably in much more danger. So. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Maybe it also changes I, your. Yeah. I th- yeah I think. Uh, I I I quite deviated from the from the question artificial. That's lighting. fine. No, it's uh, interesting. Yeah. But I think the fact even the fact that you cannot go back there could romanticize image of the city a bit for you or the other way around. Mm. The fact that you know that you cannot go back there at this moment mm-hmm. brings up some special memories. Some maybe. special memories. Uh, yes, that that uh, that can also be a thing. I mean, uh, Aleppo was uh, a beautiful city to live in. Mm. It's... Uh, you have uh, everything uh, if you are a night owl you can be if you are nearly beard you can be mm-hmm. uh, oh. you you can find uh, different uh, atmospheres or uh, mm-hmm. different uh, yeah different ways to live in Aleppo. Mm. Yeah. and then with the living we can move to the second question as well describe your idealized day in your ideal city my idealized day in an ideal city uh, so that would be uh, waking up very early uh, sitting in the balcony uh, trying to absorb some sunlight uh, wow good thinking yeah uh, ticking all the boxes <laughs> <laughs> yeah clearing your mind for uh, or my mind since it's uh, my day. day exactly yeah uh, yeah clearing my mind for the tasks that i have to do in, during the day and then head up either to uh, study to work to uh, mm-hmm. finish my duties mm-hmm. towards this city and toward life in general and then uh, probably going to a lunch uh, during the midnight uh, the midday mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it would be very weird if you had lunch at midnight. Midnight, I could, but... Yes. And this is very important for me, uh, to find a place where you can... Uh, where you can eat food that you like and mm-hmm. meet with people that kind of... Uh, social, that... Uh, mm. Yeah, you can have op- very open conversations, you can... Uh, engage with the people around you. What's um, interesting that you mentioned is that you wake up early and you already absorb sunlight, so it kind of means that maybe it's not December, Sweden, because then if you wake up early, there is no sunlight. Yeah, absorbed. exactly. I mean, it doesn't matter when you wake up, there's no sunlight in December. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So would it be um, somewhere else? Uh, it's the ideal city? Yes. Uh, I think Istanbul. Uh, Istanbul would be a city that I would actually love to live in. When 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 I lived in Istanbul, I developed uh, some kind of uh, some kind of direct emotions to the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, right now I I would really I would really love to go back to Istanbul, either to live there or just to visit, just to explore the places I used to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gladly you can. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, exactly. Istanbul is an option, so I can yeah. go there. Even now, actually. 
even under this strange situation. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there are no people applying to Moscow through Istanbul. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Istanbul is also like a very, uh, a very big city that connects Europe and Asia. You kind of have uh, Europe, uh, Europe and Asia. They both contain. Uh, very many cultures uh, but when you combine them in one culture and uh, you mix those you can't find that in Istanbul mm-hmm. yeah. let's go to the evening then now it's mm-hmm. night time describe your idealized night in your ideal city so an idealized night is uh, uh, probably a walk on uh, one of Aleppo's uh, busiest streets, uh, crowded streets. Uh, uh, walk there with the people that you love, that you uh, care for, mm. and uh, do something uh, very cool out of random. Uh, eat some corn. Uh, mm. That's very famous in Aleppo. Uh, uh, mm. From the street. Yeah, from the street, like uh, when you walk there, you find those uh, corn sellers around the corners. Mm -hmm. So we used to have late dinners in Aleppo, Mm -hmm. like we eat dinner around 8 p.m., 9 Mm p.m. So that's... uh, Yeah, Sweden, Sweden, it is uh, pretty late for Sweden. I mean, Sweden, Mm -hmm. they they eat dinner for around five. Mm -hmm. uh, So that's uh, four hours different. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Probably have dinner with the family, uh, yeah, and then uh, the night is over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the night the nights in Aleppo are very good. Uh, yeah, better than other cities. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But also, even the thing that you mentioned that there is a, maybe more life outside, and it's longer. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, when it is very special, in the special days like uh, Christmas, for example, or what is equivalent there in Aleppo, mm-hmm. is uh, people stay like, or markets stay open like uh, 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can go there like uh, three in the morning yeah, and yeah. you still can buy whatever you want. Uh, you can you can do whatever activity that you would like to do. I feel like there is more choice. Yeah. Whoever you are. Uh, yes, in, in Stockholm, uh, this is probably not, this is probably not something that the city has to do with. It's mm-hmm. just uh, the culture. But in Stockholm, you kind of feel that you are more uh, restricted by the culture, so it's very hard to to yeah to find an open market, like I would say, in in late of the evening. Something that I find very interesting about Stockholm is all these cities that I have been in. Uh, you kind of have like a very famous breakfast that mm-hmm. almost all the city would eat during yeah. the the first hours of the day when they go out mm-hmm. but that's not in Stockholm yeah, uh, there is a typical e- breakfast yes uh, but it's not that uh, popular 
Yeah. Uh, or it's still eaten at home. Yeah, they, they eat at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to go like early in the morning, 7, 7 a.m., that's you yeah. you cannot find a place to, to eat a very good breakfast. Uh, that's true. It's, I think it's more home. Like you yeah. eat dinner at home yes. and then breakfast at home and then you go out for a bit because it's cold and then you go back home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of the idea. But it's so interesting that you say that you feel more restricted in Stockholm than in other cities you've been to. Uh, like, yes, so not not restricted, restricted by uh, by something that you are forbidden. Yeah. Or more by yeah, the, the options. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, way I get it. yeah. Yeah. It definitely doesn't feel like there are options for many things, like even for food. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can you can buy anything you want, but still we have this or this yes <laughs> yeah exactly and the breakfast also i have this memory of eating this traditional turkish breakfast in istanbul and then kind of you know what they're going to get it's this huge thing. yeah uh, in aleppo they have uh, a very famous breakfast uh, uh, in alexandria they they do the same in Mecca they do the same like mm-hmm. in istanbul but yeah, weird enough, that was not here in Stockholm. Yeah, it's not uh, a social event, breakfast. Yeah, yes. Uh, it's a family. Yeah, it's a family time. time or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you. Being so structured and talking about all cities you've lived in, that's very... Thank you very much uh, for the opportunity as well. Thank you for being with us. If you want to get in touch, just search for A City For You. Maybe you've already found it.